TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. I'm Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and as always, by my side, my champion mindset co-host, Marcus Pierce. Lawrence Tam, good to hear your voice. Well, welcome back to the show. We had a little bit of a break without you there for once. It was kind of weird not to have a show without you, but uh, you know, I happened to be in the in the car driving with Nima, and uh, you know, I just thought it's perfect time to uh, you know record a podcast on mindset when uh, he's in the car, and you you know Absolutely. be effective with our time. And uh, yeah, so uh, anyways, you're back on board, and you back have on an board. Issue. It feels like it's been a while since we've actually recorded because the last time we were recording was at the Wellness Breakthrough with Danny Morrison and then Kim Morrison. Yes, it was. It's like three three interviews in a row, which is kind of crazy for us, which is oh. unheard of. Unheard of. <laughs> now we're back. We're back now. It's uh, it's about us now, and uh, you know, you got an interesting topic for us today. Well, you know, you say it's about us, and I say, well, it is about us, but this one is definitely about our listeners because I've been dealing with a lot of people lately, uh, particularly you know, clients who have. Uh, the common theme, LT, particularly at this time of the year, there's a lot of overwhelm at the moment, but particularly a lot of overwhelm around life, purpose, career, doing what you love, loving what you do. And I've been speaking to a lot of people and I've kind of gleaned that there's really two there's two schools of thought um, in my world at the moment around life purpose. And let me share them with you. I have seem to be dealing with people that are making lots of progress with their life purpose. And that is uh, they are so pumped and inspired and they're just loving it, but they are scared, right? And they happily say they're scared, but what they would say is that they are feeling scared and excited. That's exactly what someone said the other day. They said, this is so scary and exciting, right? And then I've got other people who are so scared, but they are saying more they're scared and they're overwhelmed or they're scared and they're frustrated that they haven't been doing anything, or they're scared and distracted. They're just so distracted by life that they're not actually doing what they love to do. And it's pretty obvious here, but the common theme is that everyone's scared. You know, fear doesn't leave us. And I think this is a really good topic to talk about because no matter what it is that you love to do, um, I don't believe the fear ever goes. I don't know about you, but I don't think fear doesn't leave me. I, I just deal with fear on a regular basis. But I think I would like to think that I'm more in the scared and excited um, bracket. But I definitely know that at times, particularly, I've been in scared and overwhelmed. That's a place I could go to quite easily. So I thought we could thrash that out today. You know, it's an interesting topic in regards to, you know, you're saying, you know, this is the time where people uh, talk about purpose. I think everybody's talking about purpose at some point in their lifetime. And it's always, I think it's, it never leaves us because that's the whole point about, uh, I think one of the, the life um, question is, is about what is my purpose, you know? Mm. And I think everybody's constantly searching for it, whether it be consciously or unconsciously, it's always there in the back of someone's mind and they're thinking about it. And I think that's why it's, uh, you know, if you kind of bring in life purpose, it's, it captures most people's attention just because everybody's thinking about it that they've thought about it is always on their mind in the back of their mind at least and so whether they admit it or not it's always there questioning you know their existence you know why are they here what are they here for um and uh you know 
you know, we'll start off with a quote. I think, uh, you know, Save Jobs uh, once said, he goes, you know, he, he, he was put on this earth to make a dent in the universe. And yeah. um, I think that's a really good quote for us to kind of live by. We love those little sayings and those, you know, those uh, quotes because it inspires us to become better. But then fear starts, which is what you're talking about, because fear starts when as soon as, you know, you move towards something. Because if you're comfortable, if you are happy where you're at, then um, typically there is no fear because obviously you're comfortable. And uh, the reason why you're, you're always, you know, you're talking about that you're being fearful all the time is because, well, that's because you're constantly challenging yourself. You're very, um, you, you know, you strive for becoming better and there's always, you know, constant growth. I was talking to a client of mine today and we were talking about, you know, he succeeded his goal and, um, and he wasn't really that excited. And I said to him, well, there's a couple of reasons for it. And one of them being that sometimes when we reach our goal, I mean, I'm like this, I'm like, okay, done. <laughs> what's next? It's like, it's like, what's next? Like, it's like, it's done. Like, and it's weird because it's, it's not in the achievement of the goal. Like, it doesn't mean that I don't pat my back, you know, pat myself on the back and go, yeah, great job. But that lasts honestly a few seconds. Yeah. And then it's, and, and it's because it's not about the achievement of the goal. It's actually about the journey, the journey about who you became, um, through that process of achieving that goal and also who you had to become and also the challenges that you had to overcome during that process to get to where you are. And that is what is exciting and thrilling. And that is the, the reward. And because now you're in a different state when you achieve that goal now, it's like, okay, you have to bring on a new challenge because you would have to, you know, if any goal was significant enough for you to achieve, you have to have become a different person, you know, stretched um, your limitations, your challenges and who we, whoever you are. And now all of a sudden now you're become a different person. Now your challenge, what you just achieved is no longer fulfilling anymore because by definition, you're a different person. So therefore you have to achieve a bigger, worthy goal yeah. of that new person. So this is where I think a lot of people get a bit torn is that how do people, what do you think, how do people end up being in, let's call it one of the two teams, scared and excited and scared and overwhelmed? I think our upbringing has a lot to do with it in terms of the culture that we live in and, and what we get taught. But where do you feel a lot of people get, I suppose, segmented into one of those two areas? I would say like 89% of people are scared and overwhelmed. And yeah. that's why we never accomplish anything in this world. Um, I think, you know, I don't know if that's a bold statement. That's just, that's not scientifically proven. There's no evidence based. Or anything, so just be, just, <laughs> just make big statements anyway. <laughs> but the thing is, is I think, you know, I've been, I've been diving into this a lot lately and I've been thinking about my life, my, my impact, wh where I want to go and all that stuff. And, you know, really for me, it's about looking at the challenges. And the reason why we're overwhelmed is because you, in order, by definition, in order for you to pursue your challenges or your sort of reward or your goal, you have to challenge yourself. You have to stretch outside your comfort zone. And most of us have never stretched outside our comfort zone. I would never stretch outside my comfort zone for a very, very long time. And it's actually not until I got into a habit to create uncomfortable situations in my life that I was able to love and embrace the challenge. And see, most people say, do this, right? I just did a talk recently and, uh, and I put this in the, in this, in, in the talk and I just thought it was, it, it's something that is relevant for, for this conversation. When we put a goal in front of us or we put a challenge in front of us, what typically happens is that you go, okay, that's what I want. Doesn't really, I don't care why you want it. You just, you know, you don't have yeah. to have a reason for it. You, you have a reason for it. It doesn't matter. You don't have to justify it to anybody. You want it. You got it. Okay. That's what you want. And then you create a plan, right? But here's the, here's the most amazing thing, right? 
No one plans for failure. Everybody plans for success. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you visualize, you know, winning, and you visualize the easiest path to get to that. Like no one ever, like you know, some, for example, it's like someone says to you, you know, you got to, oh, I got this great business idea. Okay, brilliant, and it's going to work because of X, Y, and Z. Right? It's always going to work in someone's mind. Right? Yeah. No one, not many people, not many people in this world, anyways, will push themselves towards challenges and actually built in challenges for them to be able to achieve it. Like, why would we, right? And I get that. I would, I don't do that. I, it's like this emotional irrationality that's in, it's in our head to build, like, it's always going to be a smooth sailing to the, the success, but it never happens in real life ever. <laughs> and Mike Tyson, right? You know, Mike Tyson, one of the fiercest boxers that has ever lived in this earth. He yeah. had this amazing quote. He goes, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. Mm. And it's so true. What you know, you all we all have a plan. Your enemies have a plan. Your competitors have a plan. You know, your skeptics have a plan. Everybody has a plan. You have a plan. You know, you might go into and competing against someone, and they also have a plan too. And the thing is, is that you got to recognize that their your plan may not work, right? Because their plan may be better. So that's where I think where the overwhelm comes from. So then, what happens is that because we're uncomfortable, we're uncomfortable with actually the amount of work that we actually have to put in the effort, the commitment, the challenges that have to come that we have to face. And then the thing is, is that it's like going down that alleyway that you never thought you were going to go down anyways. Like once you commit to something, all of a sudden you just turn the road, right? You, you made a decision, you committed to something, mm. but all of a sudden all these roadblocks appear. So this is, can I pull you up on this? Mm-hmm. So this is where I think a lot of people almost conveniently forget some of the victories that they've actually had in their life because I know you said earlier, and I don't know if you meant to say it the way you did, but you said a lot of us have never really had to stretch beyond our comfort zones. But I don't know about that because I think of people that have gone little things like starting school at the age of five and you're totally outside of your comfort zone or starting a new job in a really you know difficult environment, everything's brand new. It could be becoming a parent. You know, If you're a mum listening to this, it could have been going through labor. Um, it could have been something like saving to buy a home and then buying a home. I feel that a lot of people have actually had challenge that they've actually had to deal with, but they don't give themselves the credit to actually go, you know what, well, I've done something similar to this before. If I can just apply that level of resilience or belief or determination from the things in my life that I've actually already overcome and I apply it to this area of my life, then all of a sudden I'm going to have more self-belief to actually achieve this goal. But the thing is, is that we all have challenges. Of course, we've all come and we're all able to go from crawling to walking, right? It's all relative, right? It's all relative to that person. I'm not saying that none of us have actually gone through challenges, but we don't, as a society, we don't typically seek out to be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's yes. what I we mean by we that. We don't consciously go, right, what can I do right now to, yeah, to it, it, push through my comfort zone? Yeah, yeah. Most, people, most people don't plan for uncomfortable, yep, right? Sure. Most people plan for comfort and... And even though we know we need to be uncomfortable, but we, that's when we get overwhelmed. And so therefore what we got to challenge ourselves is that when, when, when we put a, a goal or, or a challenge in front of us, what typically happens is that that the, the thing that we need to overcome is so overwhelming is because we've never stretched that far. Yeah. In relative terms. Yeah, consciously. We've never stretched it consciously. Consciously, like, yeah. Having a baby is one thing, but it's almost like, you, well, you chose the baby, but you didn't choose the labor. But yeah, exactly. Having... It's almost like it happened to you. Like you just think yeah. that it happened to you rather than you chose that for yourself. Yes, yes, but if yes. we actually reflect back, every decision you made, everything you 
have gone through in life is actually chosen by you. And some people say, well, but I didn't get into the accident. Well, you chose to go yeah. down that road, yeah. right? And I understand there's good. always a lot of fight back. But listen, we make decisions every single day. You know, if I didn't decide to come to Australia all 12, 13 years ago, I would never have met you, Marcus. Yeah. Right? We would yeah. not be on this call, yeah. you know? And sure that, you know, people say, oh, you might have, maybe, but. No, if I never studied are... journalism, then I would, then we wouldn't be on this call. If I didn't meet Sarah, I wouldn't have met Damo, which exactly. meant I wouldn't have met you. Like, yeah, absolutely. A lot of decisions we have made all through your whole, you're, you are a collection of all the decisions you ever made. For, yeah. you know, in the past and your future, you will be all the decision you made in the past, plus all the decision you choose to make from now on in and see the overwhelm happens all the time. I mean, I get overwhelmed. You get overwhelmed. That's the whole oh, point. Yeah. The overwhelm is there because it's, it's a challenge that is worthy of your goal. And then sometimes that is a test. Sometimes it is your, you go, you commit to something all of a sudden your universe is going to go say, Oh, really? Are you really committed to it? And that's when they throw you in the test. And yeah. those are the roadblocks that, that all of a sudden you saw, but you never saw before because you never thought about going down that path. This is nice. This is super. Okay, then. So what you're saying is and what I'm agreeing with is that the room to grow, particularly with our life purpose, but really any area of life, is to consciously seek out growth and challenge, but do it. So choose your battles wisely. Don't choose too many. But to do it consciously, I think I think as long as we become more conscious, I no, this is just my personal opinion. So there's no right or wrong way, right? And I've never really actually sat down and thought about this. But I'm thinking I'm thinking that if your goal, I think the goal in life is not to search out your purpose. Yeah, I know that's a big statement to make. No, this right? is good. I love this. Um, I think I mentioned this before in the podcast, but it could have been like 30 episodes ago, right? But I'm pretty sure I mentioned that searching out your true purpose. You may never find your true purpose. I'm sorry to tell you that like yeah. your true purpose may never be found and you got to be okay with that, right? Because some people find it, some people may never ever find it. And the thing is, is that I think is important is to kind of live a life where you kind of pursue to become a better person in life. Like, you know, always constantly strive to become a better person and making impact. That's just my personal belief that I've you know embodied. And, um, and I'm still kind of involving in that, right? How can I make a bigger impact in people's lives? And so, and what I mean by that, you'll never find your true purpose is this. And I've used this example before. So if you heard this before, I apologize. I learned this from uh, a seminar actually called Money in You. And it was just fantastic. It was the most brilliant um, example. Like you, you take a honeybee, right? Or a bee. Like what's the, what's the purpose of a bee? Do you, you know, Marcus, I'm going to throw it at you. What's yeah, the purpose I'll of a bee? I'd say to make honey. To, to make honey, right? So, right. So the, the bee would be basically going there and then they, they basically go to a, a flower and they suck the nectar, right? And then they go and, you know, go to all these different flowers along the way. And then they go back in their hive and they make honey, right? Like that's the, per that's the bee's thought process. That's their purpose in life. And then that is what I think most of us have. We have this purpose we think we know, or you know, some people know and some people don't know because I can't find my purpose. I, I get it. Because that's because you never, maybe we never find it. But you just move. There's always something that in your life you go, this just seems right, right? Mm. That seems instinctively right. This is, I believe this is right. And it might change. Like I've changed so Changes many times. All the time. yeah. yeah, because you're constantly evolving. You, you're, you're exposed to different things. You, you, you move in different circles. And all of a sudden you, you are but that's the whole point. If you didn't have the first purpose, you would not have gotten into this particular group who might have shared another purpose. And then all of a sudden you move you to another different path, right? Look at Richard yeah. Branson. You know, if Branson didn't get stuck at the airport 
that British Air, I can't remember what airline was it that、uh, that canceled the flight. If he didn't, if that flight was never canceled, he would not have gone on a whiteboard and wrote down, you know, Virgin Airlines, you know, twenty nine dollars one this way. Who wants to come? Yeah, and that implanted his idea of having an airline. If he never started Virgin Airlines, you know, where would he have two hundred plus companies right now? Probably not. You know, who knows? Maybe he would have. It would might have been a different form. But he took a chances, right? And so what I'm saying is that your one, what you think your purpose is now, might lead you to have a different purpose, you know, five years from now, or ten years from now, or maybe next year, or next month, next day, maybe. Who knows? And so the, going back to the B analogy, the B is purpose is to to make honey. But what is what is it from a from an outside perspective, right? You know, as a human being, if we watch this bee and observe this bee, what else is it doing? Um, as it goes from one flower to another. What is it carrying? It's, yeah, it's spreading its pollen, right? It's spreading pollen, right? It's carrying pollen as it carries from one flower. It's spreading pollen and it goes to another flower, and it's basically, you know, creating multiple and multiple flowers and then pollinating these flowers, right? Now, if I, if if you look at the universe now from the bee's perspective, you look at this bee. What is the bee's true purpose? And I could argue to say that the true purpose of a bee is to actually pollinate flowers, but the bee would never know that. The bee would think that his purpose or her purpose is to just make honey, because it doesn't know the impact of its actions. Exactly, and that the the it's the it's the impact that's parallel to it, and they would never know, and they would live the whole entire life thinking they need to make honey, but realize the impact they actually made, which doesn't really matter, right? Because they're focusing,、yeah. following their passion, and following what they do, they're actually making an impact in the world. And so I use this analogy of a boat. You drive, you you go on a boat. You have to move, right? Yeah. You have to move in in the water. You can't just let it float there. Boats are not meant to be on the harbor, and it's meant to be. You know, ships are meant to be sailing. And so, when you drive a boat, what happens? You're gonna go. You're in the boat, and you're focused. Where you're focused? You're focused on your particular goal. Your your what you believe your your purpose is, and it's got this future, and this is the thing that you're going after, right? And guess what? When you're moving towards something, guess what's behind you? When you look back once in a while, what's behind you on the boat? You're creating a a wake. A wave. Yeah. Yeah. You're creating a wake, and this goes to both sides. Now, sometimes you're in a narrow, you know, lake maybe, and you can see where that wake goes and hits the shore. Right. That those are the times when you actually know the impact that you're making. Right. Those are the times when you create a podcast and someone comes up to you and go, "You changed my life." You change my direction of how I think, you know that you can you get acknowledgement for that.、Mm-hmm. But sometimes you're in the middle of the ocean, and you're creating this wake. You you you're far gone by the time you actually see that wake hit any shore.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes that wake you leave, the wake that you leave the legacy that you leave behind may never. You may never know what that impact is, and you got to be okay with that. Nice work! Wow, two very powerful stories, LT. And so, what I'm gleaning that you're saying is that we often think that our life purpose is something that we should be doing, but it's quite possible that it's a mixture of not just what we're doing, but also who we're being. And it's not just always action oriented, but it's also, like you said, it's the impact of just our behaviour, not so much of just our actions. Well, I think one thing one thing we know is true is one, we're here on this earth for a reason. Like this is my belief. And two is that you only get one chance at this, and so if you got one chance, what are you going to do with it? You know, and that, and 
if, you know, most of us listening to a show like this, I mean, if you're listening to the show like this, you believe in yourself that you have far greater impact than the life you have lived in the past, right? That's, that, that's the whole point because you want to know, you want to leave a bigger legacy. And I think the pursuit of that, the pursuit of that mastery and the pursuit of that, of being the 2.0 version of yourself is what you want to strive for. And to be honest with you, it's a hard and long journey. It's a journey that you might never see the end of it. And sometimes is that you've created that journey to allow possibly your child or your grandchildren to fulfill that legacy. Mm. Maybe, I don't know, right? But you, I think we got to give it a shot. You know, um, I know my parents have, you know, given me a great head start from the life and decisions that they have to make, the sacrifices. Um, you know, from moving, my dad was from, you know, was born in India in Calcutta and for him to, you know, make a decision at 18 to leave the family and to move to Canada, you know, who eventually met my mom, who also left China and moved to UK to study and then moved to Canada, who happened to meet, you know, and I grew up in Canada. They gave us a head start. You know, they lived the immigrant lifestyle in a sense. They had the immigrant uh, mentality and the work ethic, you know, to kind of provide everything possible for their kids, you know, and if without that, I wouldn't have had the head start that I would have had. Um, not that we were like massively rich or anything. We were, you know, maybe upper middle class and, you know, eventually moved up a little bit to upper middle class uh, family. But, you know, it's, but because of that head start though, that allowed me to ha see the world in a little different place. And uh, I hope that my kids, you know, that they can see that for what the life that we provided for them, that allows them to be able to have a little bit more of a head start to get them to do whatever they meant to do in their life. Wow. And that's, that's the thing. Like, we don't know, we don't know what the impact is, is that, you know, the, the impact and the legacy that we leave behind. We can only sometimes think for ourselves, but you know, what happens, you know, I love the native Americans, um, in North America, you know, they think about when they, when they do something, they always think about what's the impact for seven generations. Yeah. You know, when they, you know, whether it be in the environmental issues and, and all these things, they will want to think of what's the impact seven generations from us, because they're thinking long-term, you know, Sony, the president of Sony, when he created Sony, he was thinking, he had a 300 year plan, right? He wanted to leave a legacy that was, went beyond him. And um, I think Steve Jobs has done that for, you know, Apple, you know, creating a company that far out, you know, outlasted his um, time on this earth. So then you, you say that, and I think that's fabulous. But then I also know people are listening right now going, well, shivers LT. Like, I don't know what my legacy is beyond like right now. I don't even know what to do tomorrow. So are you, are you thinking that it's wise for people to, when they think of their legacy, let's say, do you think it's better for people to start with the, 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 the long game, as we call it, the wide view? Or do you think it's better for people to go, well, it's not so much what you do, it's how you do it. Just go out there right now, today, tomorrow, and just live the best day that you possibly can. Put it, your everything into whatever it is that you're doing. I think it's a great question. I think it's, a, a, it's an amazing question, and, and uh, it's something that you know, I probably thought about um, for quite some time now. Because you know, to be honest with you, I can't, you know, when I look at, when I looked at Sony and who has a 300 year plan, I'm thinking like that's just freaking way too long <laughs> for me. Um, <laughs> and I can't even do a five year plan, let alone yeah. a three year plan. Yeah, um, yeah, honest, to be you. honest with you, I don't know what three years is going to bring me. Um, I have a vague idea of what one year can bring me and that's yeah. all I can think about right now. And I think in today's world when technology is changing so fast and the way we communicate changes so fast and there's so many things that are happening uh, at the speed that it's going on in the year that we're living in, I don't think we can plan for the future that far. 
Um, so it's, changed. Mo- it's definitely changed. Yeah, it's changed. And it's faster and faster. And my kids are going to, you know, grow up faster and faster in terms of what they are capable of doing. And you just think about, you know, look at Facebook. I mean, that wasn't around like 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, that's pretty crazy to say that, right? Crazy, yeah. Um, and, um, and, and so, you know, podcast has been only around, for, you know, it's been around for a little while, but really has really hit its stride in the last couple of years. And, and so I look back and go, I think that the best thing, my, my advice is this. I think that going back to that first line, I think we're all meant to be here for a particular reason. Um, I do believe that we only have one, one, light, one shot at this. And I think it's, it's, it's our duty and responsibility to, to take chances, to, to take calculated chances. Um, I'm not asking anybody to kind of go quit their job right now, which I know freaking people do that all the time. It freaks me out, man. (laughs) But I don't want you to quit your job right now. I want you to do things on your, I want to, I want you to do them the right way. The right way I think for me, it's, it's just that you want to do it like on the side, do it for a little while. Just see if, you know, do it, do it in your time. And it's at nighttime. That's what I did. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm you know, just, too. just keep, keep plugging away and seeing if, if it's something that, you know, this, this, this floats your boat and then figure a way how you can mesh the two and then slowly transition out of one to the other. But at the end of the day is that for me, I think if we just continually as each, I, like, just imagine this, right? I, I have this big fascination with this. Just imagine this. We got billions of people in this world. Just imagine like the, each one of us on this on this earth, right, stepped up just like one percent, you know, each year, each month, or each day, or at least we just moved up and they start, you know, being better at focusing on being better and having greatness in ourselves and mm-hmm. stop being mediocre and just start giving something back and just become better who you whoever you are. You can change. We could, the world will be an absolutely different place. But right so, now, this this could be a whole different topic of a podcast. But is that where you stand? Is is that is that your I suppose ideal? My ideal is yeah. I, everyone I, everyone lift one percent. I think if everybody can lift one percent, yeah, I believe. I don't know if it's one percent, but I think you know. But right whatever now, it is, yeah. I think what what what. Unfortunately, this world is relying. You know what is relying on is relying on the few. The yeah. few people who, who can just do absolutely amazing things. Well, I don't think that will ever change your team. So I differ on you. I think 99% of people are always going to be, let's call it mediocre for want of a better term. They're all wonderful human beings, but in terms of fulfilling potential, let's call it mediocrity. I think the world will always generate on the 1% of people that are willing to push out of scared and overwhelmed and, and move over to scared and excited and actually make make their lives truly magnificent. I disagree. I, I believe that there's, there's there's more. I think there's more of you who are who are on the edge, and I just think that you're just scared. And um, I think if you if you can just let go of of that fear or the anxiety of of you know I'm not good enough, um, and just push it, I think you're gonna discover a part of you that you've never discovered. And I'm not saying that we all have to be like freaking Steve Jobs, right? I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying if you're a mom. And you become a little bit better and, and become being able to teach your child and spend a little bit more time with your kids to, to be able to help them learn better. That's doing that extra 1%. You know, if you're, if you're a person who can just, you know, rather than hating your job, like maybe just find the things that you can actually love about your job and be okay with that and be happy in the job and find the happiness in your job. I think that's lifting it by more than 1%. Oh, absolutely. For the people that listen to this podcast, I think they would all agree that we can all we can all raise our game 1%. My concern is for the the millions of people out there that would listen to this podcast right now and going, you guys are talking at an absolute load of. Yeah, they will be listening anyway, so. 
<laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen. I mean, I have no idea who's listening, right? I have no idea. You don't know. I don't know. We just know, you know, there's a certain amount of people that are listening to the show, and um, and you know, I I just I just hope that we can inspire you to step up. Do I have my fears? Hell yeah. Do I get scared? Yeah. I mean, I get scared on. Little things like I mean, I went to you know five thirty morning, five thirty this morning, and work, looked at the workout and going. I don't think I can do that, CrossFit boy. <laughs> I just like I honestly don't think I can do that. But you know what? It's like, well, what if I could, right? And what if I we you know, what if I did, and who would I become? And it's like it's just like finding those little moments of just allowing yourself to be to be challenged and. It could be physical challenge. It could be uh, an emotional challenge. It could be something that um, that you are you know challenged by um, a game that you play, or it could be you know a, a business decision that you make. Whatever it is, but listen, we I can't tell you how you live your life. I can only dictate my own life. And all I can say is this: as we you know come you know close to the, this particular podcast, but is that there's no one like you. Yeah. Like unless you know, I heard this from uh, Ty Lopez this morning, just as I, as I was driving home today, and they, he was saying that because there's no one like you except for maybe your identical twin, and even even if you have an identical twin, you know your genetics, um, they're probably because of uh, as you you know they look a lot alike when they're younger, but when they get older, because of all the environmental factors that affects genes and turning things on and off and what you think and behavior and beliefs and stuff, you're most likely never identical near the end, anyways. Yeah, and so. And so if you're the only person on this earth who possessed those type of genes, those set of genes, those set of skills, and those set of history and the experience that you've had, the beliefs that you have, then that means that you're the only person who can do what you can do. So if you're able to, I I strongly believe this, that we all have this uniqueness about us. We all have certain skills. We have certain um, experiences that no one has ever gone through in life. And I think it's your responsibility, your human right, to be able to show the world that part. Because when you, you know, take it from Seth Godin, and he says, you know, if you do the work, you do the art, you ship it, you go do that thing, then not not only will you benefit, I believe that the world will benefit because then they see the true light of what you're able to bring to this world. And I don't care if it's one person that sees that art. Like I'm not talking about artwork, like painting. I'm talking about the art, the thing that you can produce. Like this podcast is an art, right? That thing that you produce, even if one person is influenced by or moved by it, then it's worth it because you changed, you made an impact, you made a dent. That's all that matters. I don't think it matters about you have to make massive impacts like those big, like Steve Jobs or Richard Branson. I don't think we all have to be like that. I don't think, you know, I don't think we need to be like that. But yeah. I do believe that. I think you need to be the best version of yourself. That's where that's what this podcast is about. It's about helping you become the champions, helping you become the best version of yourself so that the world is impacted. The world is changed and transformed because you were part of it. And sure, you might not get the recognition, you might not get the um the the congratulations, the standing ovations. Who cares? Who cares? All that matters is that you know that you made a difference, that you didn't live with regret. Right. That's the, what matters the most is that you don't live with a whole life, you know, wishing that you should have, could have. I'd rather you live a life where you, you made a difference. You gave it a go. And even if it didn't work, you gave it a go. That's more important. I think that's what life is about. I oh, mean, mate, what a podcast. That was a great return, LT. That was absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for your wisdom. That was cool. That was incredible. Uh, that was, uh, that was fun to do. And, uh, 
Yeah, that was a highlight. That was a good one. Yeah. Guys, uh, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but uh, that's what happens when you just go do stay in flow. Guys, that's go it. to facebook.com slash inside the champions mind. Love us there. Please like us there and leave a comment. Tell us what you think about this particular episode. And more importantly, I would love, and Marcus and I would really love if you share this particular podcast with someone and go, you know what? I listened to this podcast and go, I was inspired by it. Tell someone about it. Like yeah, let's plus one ha- it, plus one it. Yeah, help us make a Im- bigger impact in the world by sharing with someone. Don't keep this a secret right um go to wellnesscouch.com to look at all the other podcasts that are available because it's more and more shows up there um oh, it's about 15 it's, oh, growing. It's, it's growing it's growing massively and we're trying to make a dent in the wellness world and changing the world's uh, health and so uh, make sure to f- help us help people find us better go to subscribe to itunes uh, make sure you comment give us a rating that will help uh, people find our particular podcast this is inside the champion's mind a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do i'm lawrence tam he's marcus pierce see you on the next episode this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.